You are about to hear two New York City-based artists discuss how to pursue God, music, and a fulfilling life. I'm Melinda May. I'm Trevor Knight, and this is Stronger Voices. Welcome, folks, to today's episode of Stronger Voices. Thank you for being with us. We are coming to you live once again from our quarantine location of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I love it here. Why is that? Because you're here. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. Well, I'm I'm being a little hyperbolic, but that's probably a, a big reason of why I like here, because we're having a really good time. And it's an adventure. You know, you'd never exactly. been here before. You have no preconceived notions. You yeah. don't know anybody. Everything's new. I Everything's guess. new. Right. And it's just it's just a really nice place to be. It feels good. There's not a spirit of fear here. There's not a spirit of um, everything being shut down and eerie. It feels open and happy and good. And your family's here and they're so wonderful and, and f- also fun to hang out with, which is incredible. <laughs> and so and I feel like that's not typical, you know, but your siblings and your parents are just fun. And so that's been really nice. I think so. Yeah. And I like him. Yeah. And Trev's been teaching me how to play baseball and, and, you know. Such a good natural athlete. Thanks. Could have been a star, kid. I did. I I beat you at Pig. I'd like the world to know that. You did. You beat me at Pig. Pig is a basketball game that I beat Trevor at yesterday, so. You did. You did. It's a fair and square, well-achieved well-deserved victory <laughs> you usually do beat me but i got that one <laughs> no you, you you won you won fair and square <laughs> so what's going on with you quick update. update you know last podcast i i was saying how i had this headache um which is whatever that's really what was going on with me this I had is big news listen don't make fun of me okay <laughs> this is going somewhere i had this four-day headache and i was like what the heck you know and then today, it's not completely gone, but it's so much better, and I feel so refreshed. And I was thinking that, and, and like I feel really inspired, and like I want to get things done. But while I had this headache for four days, I'm like, oh my god, my life is going nowhere. I can't do the things I want to do. I don't feel, I don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? Because like I couldn't, couldn't get the. How do I say this? Like, I couldn't grip anything. I couldn't, couldn't get yeah. any traction. Anyway, and so my point is, is I just realized, I was like, you know, sometimes life is like that. You know, you have this moment that you're like, you feel held back. And then when it's time, it's time. And then you're on. Mm -hmm. And so I feel really good today. So that's good. So is it fair to say you're not allergic to pineapple? This was one of our theories, but you did have pineapple yesterday and your headache... I think continue to dissipate. I do not think there is enough evidence to suggest that I am allergic to pineapple. We cannot reject the null hypothesis. (laughs) That's right. Okay, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. So pineapple is still safe as of now. Thank God, because it's like... It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I like our practice of buying a whole pineapple and cutting it, too. It's a whole operation. Put on some music. <laughs> yeah. And it's, this a, it's a great thing. <laughs> this might seem so not like a big thing, but it's it's such an enjoyable thing. Cutting the pineapple? It is. I get excited for it. Trevor and I don't I even cut it. I'm just like there, picking up things and throwing away the discarded chunks you and have a very important role in <laughs> pineapple cutting which you know, we won't get into yeah it's it's for another podcast we'll move on anyway i guess i'll give a quick update yeah, sorry. um i had a song come out today it's called i deserve better um it's really 
boppy and fun, and I hope you listen to it. You can find it on whatever music platform you prefer. I'm hoping that gains traction. I'm going to spend a lot of time pumping the promo on it and seeing what I can do with it, but I like it, and I enjoyed making it, and I I don't know. I feel good about it. I love the song. I love the cover. I love that it came out right now. Well, you basically designed the cover. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I really do. Because it's got five different shades of pink in it. That's probably why. (laughs) Pink is my favorite color. It's just right. It's just so right. And it's so fun. And it's so, it's, you look at it and you're like, that's so confident, you know? And then the song is I Deserve Better, which is so confident. And it's like, I deserve better, but not in this like victim-y way. It's like, I deserve better in this like sassy way. I love it. It's very Melinda May. The whole it is. It yeah. could be a Melinda May song. It really sure. could. I deserve better. Oh, oh, oh. You know, yeah. even that part <laughs> is so like. You don't use a lot of non. What What would be the word for this? You don't use a lot of. Oh, woos. Yeah. I There's don't. a word for that. I can't remember. And it. you know, when I first started writing songs, they were the most wordy songs ever. They, I was, they really were. They are. You know, you I've know listened this. to your listen early to EP mm-hmm. and they're five minutes long and, you know, there's a lot. lot of verses. There's a lot of text in there. Yeah, really and I love those songs. It's called the With Me EP and it's available on Apple Music if you want to listen to it. It's not on Spotify. And YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube too and Apple Music and I highly recommend it. I love those songs. I still very much love them and connect to them and I think they're really good. It's a good EP. It's a different... It's a totally different style, though. Yeah. I mean, it was me. I I wrote those songs over 10 years ago now, <laughs> and I recorded them yeah. nine years ago. So, but they're very, I'm saying a lot in them. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, my point is, is I'm coming back from that over time, getting better at songwriting and trying not to be so sure. incredibly wordy. So that's why I still don't use a lot of woes, because my natural inclination is to just tell this story. Mm. So... Yeah, that's what's going on there. Yeah, the woes just kind of come out when I do it. Like, there's a lot of woes in giving it up. And I do a lot of, when I start doing ad-libs as a final vocal take over what I've already recorded, I do a lot of woes. Yeah. And yes, yes and woes just come out, you know. Well, also. It's probably acapella. It's probably acapella that did that. Absolutely. And I was just about to say, your voice lends itself to that, you know. Like, your voice is very, uh, you do a lot of cool, like, vocal things you know and i actually don't i never really thought about it yeah i'm glad that it lands it definitely does yes so yeah i think i think that song will be good i feel good about it but yeah that's pretty much what's going on and we're recording a podcast a bunch which is fun yep and uh a lot of good project stuff in the works you should comment about what you think of this setup do you like it does it look good what do you think if you're watching on youtube comment um, if you're just listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or somewhere, head over to YouTube or Instagram and take a look and let us know what you think. Why yeah, not? there's a lot of visual content out there if you've just listened to this podcast on audio. Um, we film every episode and it's on YouTube and we post photos and clips and things of that nature on our Instagram page at Stronger Voices Podcast. So get involved. Yeah, yeah. So there's something I want to run by you. Which I have no knowledge of. Right. I'm, you're hitting it with me right So now. just to give the listener slash viewer some context, this is what this is. I'm just a regular person running by what I read today, just running it by my boyfriend, wanting to know what you think. That's it. You know, we're not 
it's just the most normal conversation between two people who love God. So that's what you're about to hear here. Um, do you think that's fair? Yeah, it's very fair. Yeah, it's exactly what's happening. Exactly. I don't know what you're about to say. <laughs> exactly. And we don't talk about it beforehand. And the way this all came about is we have these conversations anyway. We literally have these conversations mm-hmm. all the time. And so we just decided to start recording them. So that's what you're listening to right now. So, okay. You had your growth group this morning. I did. At like 6.30 a.m. 6.30. <laughs> so I, I signed up. A growth group is something my church does. It's a small group learning environment thing for about 10 weeks in which we study a book or a section of the Bible or a theme or something of that nature. And the one I signed up for months ago was at 7.30 a.m. in New York. It was an early group Friday mornings, which I thought was great. It's a great way to start the weekend. It gets me out of bed nice and early. But now since we're in Minnesota for the time being, it's at 6.30 because of the time difference. So yeah, I got up early today and it was good. Yeah, Yeah. it was fun. And I always like to ask you like, who is there and what what did you talk about? How did it go? And they always talk about things in the Bible and and I read the Bible every day and maybe I miss a day here and there, but I'd say pretty much every day. And quick aside about that, you know, I had... I did small group stuff when I was going through what was called confirmation because I grew up Lutheran and Wednesday nights when I was in high school, we had youth group where we just kind of hung out and I don't even remember what we did, but I had never done intensive small group stuff and and people who grew up in Christian culture or going to modern churches did or they may have and I definitely didn't. So when I experienced that for the first time in the spring of 2018, it changed my life. Wow. We're going to a small group and interacting with my peers, people who, m- who were my age, going through something similar, and we were reading the same thing. It changed my life. You know, I, wow. I met people there that were on the worship team that encouraged me to join the worship team, and my faith totally changed. And, and you know, that is recommended in the Bible. Jesus talks about... Um, the importance of communion and Jesus is constantly with his disciples and they're talking about things and they're praying together. Christianity. And you've taught me this too. Christianity is meant to be experienced with other people. It's a team sport and it's so much easier and better that way because it was, you know, humans are social beings and you're meant to support each other and encourage each other and question each other and challenge each other. And so if you, if, if you have never done small group, study before I highly recommend it it can totally invigorate your faith yeah I think that's great and that's so wise and that's so true about your life you know I know that that's that's exactly what happened so it's really cool that you're still doing this and you find it so valuable and you literally get up at what six fifteen to be able to do it on Fridays and um so and I always ask you what you're reading and today you were reading first Peter so I thought mm-hmm. well, I'll read that too and so I started reading first Peter and then I like closed the Bible for a second and then when I opened it back up I somehow was at Acts 12 and so this is a common thing that I do you know when I read the Bible I just I'm like God I know you can speak to me through any part of this book I'm just going to open it which I I don't always recommend to people you know because you should you should start somewhere you should know what you're reading it's just a little and there's a difference between doing that and and doing God what's the answer to this question and you flip and you look at the first word you see or something like that. If Absolutely. you treat the Bible as some sort of magic eight ball, 
that can't be recommended. But I think what you're doing is different because there's wisdom in every part of the Bible. And I think you can find wisdom if you're looking for it in whatever you happen to open to. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And I've been, and you know, when you, when you're familiar with the books and you've read it for a while, you know, you know what you're reading. If I, if I open up to Leviticus, I, I know what that is or, you know, what, whatever book. And so if maybe if someone's just starting to read the Bible, you know, I don't know, start in John, but it's just a little, it's a little thing I or do. Romans. Romans is good. Romans is good. Or James. But um, but that's just something I do. So anyway, so I found myself accidentally kind of at Acts 12. So I was like, great. Accidentally. <laughs> no. But. <laughs> Carry on. You know what I'm going to call you. The nerd. Yeah. I'm a nerd. I understand this. I'm well aware of this. I embrace it. I posted on my Instagram story today. You did? So someone I deserve better came out today, and one of the people who follows me was doing her math homework in the background. And she said, like, nothing better to do my homework to. And I replied on my story. I, like, solved one of her problems in my story on the... You should check it out. It's funny. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. You solved one of her math problems? Yeah. They were doing... It was Algebra 2, and they were doing... Yeah. Um, irregular square roots and stuff and I hadn't done it in years and it was fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is fun. S- but yes, I'm a nerd, I understand. Anyway, I embrace this. Yeah. So I was uh uh where was I? Um I forget where I was. Acts twelve. Flipping through Acts twelve and I was like, Great, I'll read this. And I found this verse that was really encouraging to me and it said something about how um, you are supposed to stay steadfast in faith and, like, stick to your purpose. Be steadfast to your purpose, you know? And I, was, and I found that really encouraging. I was like, yes, that is the whole thing. Because sometimes it's so, it's so easy for me to get, to, to lose track in, it's easy for everybody, but it's easy for me too to to lose track of what I'm doing. I was just encouraged. I was like, "Yeah, like." So, what do you interpret purpose. steadfast to mean? Steadfast. What do you What do you interpret that command to mean? Stay steadfast in in your purpose. It, I don't know if it was worded exactly like that, but it's something like that. But steadfast means like with patience in not giving up. That's mm, steadfast. Like resolve. Yeah. Like, you're persistent about it, but, like, you're patiently persistent. Patiently mm. persistent. And kind I think of, that's like... that's a great definition. Yeah, that's how I think of it. In, like, this sort of, like, gentle but relentless way. Yeah. To me, that's steadfast. So, so I wanted to ask you, deep question, if I were to tell you, like, you know, because that's what I feel God encouraged me today. Like, hey, remember your purpose. And I was like, thank you, God. So if I said to you, like, remember your purpose, what would that be for you? What is my purpose? Kind of, sure. This is a good question, and it's one that every person who's ever lived has undoubtedly thought about, even if you have no faith in your life. You know, humans are an introspective species, unlike other species. You know, we can conceive of ideas like purpose and meaning and because humans are also inherently spiritual beings we gravitate to that thought and we like to think about it and we want to know the answer to that so 
I think it's healthy and normal to think about that. Um, going back to the first small group that I joined in 2018, as I mentioned earlier, in that small group, part of the reason why that group changed my life was because we read this book called The Purpose Driven Life. And it, it, it attempted to address that exact question. What, as a Christian, what is my purpose? Yeah. Or even not as a Christian, what is the purpose of being a human? And it really opened my eyes. So a lot of what that book said, and I encourage you to read it. It's by Rick Warren. It's one of the top-selling Christian books of all time. There are, there are several purposes that every Christian has, and then each Christian also has purposes that are specific to your life. But it is everyone's purpose to glorify God, first and foremost. And you will find that as you put that first, what you have been accustomed to doing will lose its meaning if, it, if it's not filled with God. So, you know, the purpose of going to church isn't necessarily oh, to hear a good sermon or to sing songs that I like or whatever. It's to glorify God. So if you view, you know, in, in the, purpose of, the purpose of prayer or the purpose of thanking God or the purpose of, you know, living your life intentionally, if you do all those things with your root purpose being, I'm doing this to glorify God, it gives you such a spirit of power. And God promises that in First Timothy. He says, the spirit... Uh, of God does not give you, um, God does not give you a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power and love. And that's another purpose that every Christian has is to love, to love unconditionally, to love when it's undeserved, um, to love someone who doesn't love you back like your enemies. Um, so there are purposes like that. And I, and as a Christian, I think those are my purposes as well. And I'm going through, just as everyone goes through, figuring out what the purpose is beyond that as an individual. Yeah. What's my purpose as Trevor Knight? Um, and, you know, that that changes day by day, and it, it evolves over time, and you get closer to it the more you talk to God and the more you read the Word. But um, I'm pretty convinced that some of my purposes are to make music. You know, I've been given um, an ability to understand it that some people don't have. Yeah. And I'm and I've I'm given such a joy by doing it. You know, when I'm alone or by myself or when no one's forcing me to, that's what I do. Yeah. As I play music and I write music and I listen to music. I love it. Um and the ability to do that and the ability just to understand it and engage with it, not everybody has. So I'm pretty convinced that's part of my purpose. I'm pretty convinced also that I want to encourage and inspire and help people. I think both of us were also given some level of, you know, ability to talk to and interact with and relate to other people in a variety of ways. And I, and I love doing it. I love meeting new people. I love talking to people. I love trying to help and encourage people. And I hope that's what this podcast does. So I'm, I'm convinced that's part of my purpose as well. Um, and those two things, you know, along with a few others that are related to the purposes of just being a Christian, but being a good brother and son and friend, um, 
you know, being a role model for the people in my life who have yet to come to Jesus or the people I work with, um, the people I live with, the people I interact with, steering them towards integrity and God and love. Um, I'd say those are the things that come to mind at the outset. Yeah, I think you're totally right. It's people think you have to have this one broad or maybe this one specific even purpose. And the truth is that can that can change what your your own vision of your own purpose is. Maybe it's for two years. It's like I really, you know, I'm going to this is what I'm doing for these two years. And then maybe like you have a baby (laughs) and it's like, okay, my purpose is to like be a mom. And then maybe you do. I don't know. Your purpose can like change. And and I don't know if, and it's not even slow minded to, to not know what your purpose is because you have one perspective and God has them all. And you might not, you might never find out, parts of why you were alive until it's over and you meet God. I mean, there could be one thing that you did that led someone to do something that led someone else to come to Jesus. And that was part of your purpose and you had no idea. Yeah. Or even like certain things in my own life, you know, like, like you said, I, I do think part of my purpose and your purpose is to give glory to God, you know? And there have been times in my life where I was in like had a job or in some social situation or something where I was the only Christian. And there were times when I, when I got made fun of and I couldn't see it in for, you know, got made fun of for being a Christian or for being wholesome or for being, you know, thought of as naive and kind of, you know, kind of had the reputation for being naive or unintelligent or whatever, you know, cause you're the only Christian in the room or whatever. And looking back now, I could not see that then. I just, no, I just, I felt like I wasn't liked, you know, and, but looking back now, when you're, that, th- that brings glory to God. It does. When you, when you stand for Christ. And it's not that I, I stood up for Christ in this like, way or anything I just was the way that I was um and it just didn't quite fit in and and anyway the point is is looking back on that now there was definitely a purpose in that I know that now years later (laughs) so you're totally right sometimes you don't see it and then the other thing too is um I know that when when Axe is saying that like stay steadfast in faith for your purpose you know it means like what the, the way that you can interpret that in a way is like, like what really brings you joy? And maybe I'm not talking there about an activity, you know, like skiing brings me joy, but maybe it's, you know, for me, it's kind of like, oh yeah, it brings me, it brings me joy to encourage others. It brings me joy to be silly on social media. Like th- those are the type of types of things that that bring me joy and that gives me a clue to what my purpose is, mm-hmm. you know? So anyway, um, a really deep question, but yeah, not one I expected, you know, um, mm-hmm. what is my purpose? You know, I do think that, you know, when you start to do those first two things, you glorify God and you put his will above yours 
And you love people. You love the people around you. Which is God's will. Which is God's will. When you start to do those two things, which, as it so happens, Jesus himself says is are the two greatest commandments. Love God with all your heart and soul and strength and mind and love your neighbor as yourself. When you do the two things that Jesus says are the greatest commandments, I think the rest of your life starts to have purpose and in your individual purposes become more joyful and more obvious when you're in God's will and you are putting God's mind and God's way of being in front of yours and you're making that your priority your life flows and you can be sure that the things that are on your heart and the things that you are compelled to do are okay with God. They may even be leadings from God because yeah. you are in the center of God's will. And so so I think that, you know, that part of the individual purpose, I think that evolves over time and it may change. It may lead you to different places. It may lead you to different people. But if you put God's will ahead of yours and you strive for it and you desire to know and to love God, I think your your life will have so much purpose yeah. and your purposes will be so joyful because God promises that. God promises strength and joy when you know him and you love him and you do what he says. Yeah, and I think that that's part of what the Bible means when it says seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And it's so true and it's it's so echoed in different places too it's it's echoed in in like human psychology even Mm -hmm. when you're aiming for that higher purpose when you're when you forget yourself and you are just like you're fixated on a goal and i'm not talking about a financial goal i'm not talking about things i'm talking about like a higher purpose like when you're when you're going for when you're fixated on i want to please god and i want to serve god and i want to love others you're right like things fall into place you know and i want to i want to do a quick aside and i know i've done this on previous podcasts but i think it's important if you know because you never know what episode is going to be the first episode someone listens to um and you never know where someone is on their spiritual walk but if you don't know what these things mean you know if you put god's will in front of yours what does that even mean you know a few years ago i might not even have known what that meant because what is God's will? How do I know what God wants? How do I listen to God? How do I hear God? Um, we have an ep- um, a, a clip of the podcast called Do You Hear God that you should listen to. But what I'd recommend you do is just take a step. God will respond. Take a step. If you've never read the Bible, open it up. Go to Romans or John or James or First Peter or wherever and just read a little bit. If you don't know how to pray or you've never prayed or you haven't prayed since you were a little kid, or if you pray every day and you know all about the Bible, I think it, it still holds true. If you take a step towards God, he is ready to receive you and he wants to. Yeah. So try it. Pray to God. Talk to the being that's out there that wants to hear you. And you you will start to get a better picture of what that means. What is God's will? How do I know what it is? How do I live a life that is in the will of God? As you start to do the things that God wants, as you start to read his word that he's already given us, as you start to seek him, God promises that you will find him. 
If you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will be opened up to you. So take a step. Try it. Even if you don't know what you're doing, God will reward that. I'm positive. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just really encouraged by that today because I like that. I like that. Hey, like, don't forget your purpose. And that's an important idea, too, because... Some days you will forget. Some days it won't be at the top of your mind. Some days you won't even want to do it. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, you get, you know, into the the minutia of your day thinking that, like, well, this is mm-hmm. my purpose is to, like, complete this checklist. <laughs> and it's not. It's not your purpose. Your Your purpose is, like, the bigger picture, which for me is a comforting thing. So... God really encouraged me with that today. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think it's a good message. Like, whatever, like, why are you doing the things that you're doing? And if you know, it's such a good thing to remember. Like, oh, yeah, that's it's right. such good advice. Mm-hmm. You know, don't lose sight of the bigger picture, what's most important. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, um, especially with y- being a musicians and stuff like that, it's like, I, it's easy to get stuck on views and stuff like that and likes and it's like bigger picture, you know, Mm -hmm. you have to, yeah. So it was really encouraging. God encouraged me. And I also read a lot of encouraging things in in Peter too, first and second Peter. So, but we'll save that for another podcast. Take a look at those books. If they're, they're really quick, short reads and they've got so much wisdom in them. So first and second Peter definitely if you haven't, or if you have, um, they're great places to, to crack open the Bible and, and um, dive into the Word. Yeah. So, I just thought of a silly question about 15 seconds ago. Do it. Um, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do, and I was thinking, well, maybe it should be related to purpose. See, this is, we were talking the other day about how we think, and you think in terms of words, you know, and I... I don't really. And so sometimes if you were to ask me, what am I thinking? I don't really know because my, they're like, they're concepts, they're ideas. And sometimes it's hard to articulate. So this question just kind of came to me and I was like, where did that question just come from? And then I kind of traced it back. But we're talking about purpose. We're talking about purpose a lot and made me think of the word porpoise, which is (laughs) 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 like a dolphin. (laughs) So the question today is what is your favorite sea animal and why? So Trevor Knight. Uh, my favorite sea animal? Mm-hmm. Mm. Sea creature. Sea creature. Well, let me try to answer as genuinely as possible. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Okay. It's probably the giant squid, and I'll tell you why. So they live like 600 to 800 feet or something underwater. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And they fight under there, and they're giant, and they get in these in these like giant squid fights. I mean, it's ridiculous and they get huge and they're weird and they're super, super intelligent. And they're like this giant, bizarre alien that that lives in the dark, that lives in the dark that nobody knows about. If okay, if I tried to tell you, did you know that a thousand feet under the sea, there's this thing with how many legs do squid have eight? They have Um, eight or six. Octopi have eight. I think squid have more. I think they have eight doesn't matter so it's like this thing with tentacles and it's like it's literally giant and it lives under how big are giant squid giant i'm not sure but but you can see why hundreds of years ago when people were roaming the seas of the caribbean 
and stuff like this washed up on shore or stuff like this attacked a lifeboat, they thought there were sea monsters because it basically is a sea monster. It is a sea monster. If that's not a sea monster, I don't know what is. It's got a ton of tentacles and it's way bigger than a man. Yeah, and huge and... Anyway, but my point is, is like if you, if I tried to tell you this thing existed and there was no scientific evidence, but I told you I saw it, I'd sound like a crazy person. That's why, like, that's true. So that's see what I'm saying? True. There's so much mystery in space and in archaeology that we don't know about. These are all subjects for other podcasts, but that's part of why, like, deep sea creatures are so exciting because there's mystery there. It's like, so hard you know? to explore. You know, yeah. you need such special equipment to go down to those depths because the pressure's so great and there's no light. Yeah. And when you bring light down there to see, you scare things away. So it's it's so hard to come across these things. That's why the, the sightings of those are so rare. Yeah, but I'd love to see one. Okay, your turn. I have a lot of favorite sea creatures. Um, marlins are really cool. They're they're like beautiful fish that you can catch with a rod, and they weigh they can Have weigh you up. One? No, no. I caught a halibut once that was only like I don't know forty pounds, and it still almost my arms almost gave out um, reeling really? it in. But you can catch a marlin that's over a thousand pounds. Really? Enormous fish. Mind-boggling wow. fish. Um, beluga whales are also cool. They're so dopey looking, and they look so like happy and content and unathletic, and they just kind of like drift along. <laughs> I love them. Um, what else? Ooh, sea turtles. Sea turtles are really cool. What's cool about them? They have a shell. They swim underwater. You, when they lay eggs on the beach, and a lot of the eggs hatch at the same time. And so this army of tiny miniature turtles, like the size Aww. of your palm, just like climbs toward. It's so amazing that they get out of this shell and biologically they are hardwired to just go towards water. They don't know anything. They haven't even had any food. Yeah. They get out of the shell and they just start marching towards the water. My favorite stuffed animal as a kid was this little little sea turtle. <laughs> just Isn't it cool how, you know, there are inherent things like that. Yeah. You know, when a baby is born, it wants to crawl. It Instincts. wants to grab things. Yeah. And when a baby sea turtle hatches out of an egg, it goes to water. Yeah. You know? It's amazing. Which to a human is incredible, you know, because yeah. it's like, how would you know where the water is, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's neat. Um, but yeah, there's plenty of others, you know, lots of starfish are cool. Like, what the heck's going on there? What? Why did God make those? It's a star. Yeah. Like, why is that? They're incredible. Yeah. Um, God made so much, so many incredible um, things. Like, even coral and anemones, those are alive. Those are organisms. Yeah. And, and coral and clownfish have this weird unspoken thing. Do you know about this? No. Anemones are... Um, it sounds like you're saying something wrong. Anemone. I think it's spelled... No, I, I know A N E. M-O-N-E. Um, but it's the sea plant that... Looks like, like a sponge. It, yeah. It, well, it got it has like tentacles that go up mm -hmm. and it like shocks people. It's very uncomfortable for fish except for clownfish. Mm. So these little orange clownfish, which is what Nemo is, mm -hmm. they are impervious to these, to these anemones. So they live inside of them and they clean them and they, they eat all the the dirt and the dust and the food off of them so they keep it wow. healthy and clean and it provides them protection it's like a, a perfect example of a symbiotic relationship they made nature. a deal with each other i don't even know how that happened but 
maybe it's something on their scales or maybe it's just the anemone can tell what kind of fish it is. I don't know. It's yeah. pretty cool. It is neat. They were just like, I'll help you. You help me. Mm-hmm. It'll just be our thing. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. So. Good question. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. Well, this was fun. This was. Interesting conversation. I hope that you've been encouraged. I hope you found something intriguing and challenging and thank you for sticking around i know there's a lot of things you could be doing with your time so thanks for spending it with us thank you don't forget to follow us on instagram we're stronger voices podcast stronger voices podcast on instagram and wherever you're um uh, listening or watching follow us subscribe like comment do all the things and you could comment anything you want um comment on our new space or any part of this conversation um get it on it we'd love to hear from you See you next time. We encourage you to reach out to us directly at contact at strongervoicespodcast.com with questions, comments, or discussion topics. We wholeheartedly thank you for your support. If you like Stronger Voices, we humbly ask you to do two things. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. And copy this link right now and send it to the person you care most about in this world. Thank you again, and we'll see you for the next episode of Stronger Voices.